Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Glow Radio, episode 86. So this episode, I'm recording during Mercury retrograde. So please pray for my soul. I pray that nothing will go wrong with technology. And I just hope my words come out clearly for y'all because I've definitely been feeling it in terms of technology and communication. So today I wanted to share with you guys a little bit more about how the retrograde has been treating me and also talk to you guys about my histamine intolerance healing journey because I feel like I haven't updated you guys in a while. So let's jump right into it. So Mercury retrograde, if you guys aren't familiar with what it is, It's when the planet of Mercury appears to be going backwards in the sky and Mercury is the planet of communication, processes, technology, all that kind of stuff. So when Mercury is in retrograde, it could mean that we have issues in these areas, there could be challenges, and it's also a good time to revisit the past. So when Mercury is in retrograde, you guys might have noticed that, you know, stuff with technology has been going wrong. Like the first day of retrograde or close to the first day, I was trying to like log into my bank account online. It was like saying I don't have a username and stuff like that. And I was like, what is going on? So stuff like that can happen. It's a good idea to double check everything you're going to send, say, for example, like emails, text messages. Some people recommend that it's not a good idea to sign big contracts during this time, start big projects or anything like that. But if you are signing a contract, I would say just double check everything, triple check it. I feel like every retrograde brings up different things. And I feel like there's actually been a lot of positives during this Mercury retrograde for me. Close to the beginning of the retrograde, I really felt compelled to revisit my presence on YouTube. So if you guys didn't know, I have had a YouTube channel for I think at least like three or four years now. I usually vlog and share my life, but I feel like I've kind of gone through so much with it and kind of felt stuck because I really wanted to grow my channel, but I kept like changing niches and Just things weren't working out. And I talked to you guys about how I manifested my dream job last year, which is me being a marketing manager for a YouTube channel. If you guys want to know more about that, go check out episode 66. I share with you guys my five tips on how I manifested my dream career. But there's just been this side of me that's still very entrepreneurial my sixth house is an Aquarius. So if you guys are an astrology nerd, you know that the sixth house is the house of daily activities, your work, your lifestyle, your health. So being an Aquarius makes me very like, I don't want to follow the norm. I want to do my own thing. 
But my 10th house, my midheaven is in Taurus. And your 10th house is the house of career and your reputation. And Taurus is like a very persistent, stable sign. They love being financially stable. And they kind of want to chill, you know, in life. They work hard, but they also like to relax. And Taurus and Aquarius are squaring each other. So it's not like a good combo. And my sixth house is like my everyday kind of work. And my tenth house is my career. And these two signs are constantly like in battle with each other. So I feel like that's why I have so much like inner battle with my career and my work. So there's just been this like need or desire in me to do an entrepreneurial project. I've started many entrepreneur projects in the past and I talked to you guys about how I learned that I really needed to let go of the outcome and totally let go of the idea of being a successful entrepreneur because what if honestly that is not the path for me? What if that is not what the universe has planned for me and there is something even better and something that I just don't know but I'm hanging on to this so tightly that I'm not able to see what the universe is going to give me. So I practiced that. I practiced really letting go of that desire and it's a process, you know, and I feel like there's still a side of me that wants to be an entrepreneur and wants to do my own projects, but I'm just learning to hang on to it more loosely. And I can start projects, but if they don't succeed, it's not going to shatter me. Like the world is not going to end if they don't work out. And I'm allowed to restart as many times as I need to in this life. So back to Mercury retrograde. I kind of went on a tangent there, but... During this time, I felt like revisiting my YouTube channel and I just got this idea kind of like out of nowhere that I wanted to combine two interests of mine, which are fashion and astrology. And I wanted to start a YouTube channel where I share styling videos with a voiceover chatting about astrology. And I was like, wow, this is actually a niche that I feel like I could stick to for a while. So... I'm currently in the process of launching a whole new YouTube channel. The username is going to be under Astrology Babe. So if you guys want to check it out, go search me up. I'll leave a link in the description. And I feel like it's probably going to be launched by the time you guys hear this podcast. Or maybe not. If not, then subscribe. Click that notification bell. But I felt really strongly about starting this project. And... I'm very excited to see where it brings me. I feel very intuitive about it. And at the same time, I'm not hanging on to it so tightly where like if it really doesn't work out, I believe that it will bring me somewhere else in life. Like we're allowed to change directions in life. You know, I feel like my Taurus midheaven is so stubborn. Like both Aquarius and Taurus are fixed signs and they're both like in my work area in my life I feel like they're just so stubborn sticking to a thing and which can be a good thing because they are persistent but I need to also remind myself that the universe is in control I need to go with the flow and when I am in flow things will happen easily so that's been a positive aspect of the mercury retrograde it's made me feel very motivated to restart this project and I feel like it is 
bringing me a lot of joy. Like it gives me excitement when I wake up in the morning again. And I'm so thankful that my day job like allows me time to do this. I feel like they go hand in hand. Like I still love my job and I don't plan on leaving it anytime soon. But I'm curious to where the universe is going to take me. So moving on, I also want to chat with you guys about my histamine intolerance healing journey. So if you guys didn't know, I have had this health issue for almost a year now. And I truly believe that a lot of the health issues in our body, in our physical body, are caused by our mental and emotional health. So last year, I think it was last year, I got out of a very toxic relationship. Was it last year? I can't even remember now. It's 2019 where I got out of a very toxic relationship and I was in that relationship for 13 years. So just imagine like all the pent up stress I had. And eventually, you know, I met my dream man. I'm dating my dream man right now. And I realized that I had a lot of trauma that I needed to recover from, from that past relationship and also from my upbringing, from my childhood. I've just realized that I've been hanging on to so much resentment and anger towards my parents, particularly my mom. And it's just been like a crazy journey of me healing from all of that. And I truly feel like because I had all that trauma and I was hanging on to all that resentment, that is the reason why I've been dealing with this histamine intolerance issue. I've also been dealing with like candida, hormonal issues, and these are things that I've been dealing with for most of my life. The histamine intolerance thing just got really bad like last year and I started getting panic attacks and things like that. So I'm going to share with you guys kind of what I've been doing to heal from it. I'm not 100% yet, but I do feel like right now I'm about 60 to 70% better, which I'm so grateful for. One of the books I've been reading is called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And I think I might have shared a little bit with you guys before. So in this book, there is a part in the back where she lists like multiple sicknesses and diseases and the possible mental causes of them. So I wanted to share with you guys about histamine intolerance, which falls under, I believe, hay fever, because that is like one of the symptoms. So hay fever, it says the cause could be emotional congestion, fear of the calendar, a belief in persecution, guilt. And then she gives you like an affirmation that you can repeat so that you can overcome this issue. And the affirmation for this is, I am one with all of life. I am safe at all times. And I feel like this spoke to me a lot because I do carry so much guilt from like just my upbringing and also the belief in persecution. I realized one of my triggers, which is actually really funny to me when I think about it, is that because of my upbringing, I constantly have this fear that I'm going to get in trouble for going out with my friends. And like when I come home, I'm scared that I'm going to get in trouble. Because when I was growing up, my parents were very like inconsistent with their boundaries. Like they didn't really set boundaries. And sometimes when I would come home from going out with my friends, they would literally scream at me because I came home quote unquote late when it wasn't even late. It was like probably 11 p.m. 
but they didn't do this every time it was like very inconsistent and they would scream at me it would literally be like world war three in my household and I think that just made me very scared of being punished and I noticed that that's still like a trigger for me but it's so funny because I'm literally an adult almost 30 years old I live by myself like with my roommate who's my best friend like she doesn't care when I go out and I just felt like this trigger was still very real for me so I was talking to my roommate Clara about it and we were talking about how to like reprogram different triggers that we have and she suggested because of this trigger that I have whenever I go out with my friends I can like text someone you know text her text my boyfriend text whoever and just let them know I'm going out and then they can tell me you know have fun like have a good time doesn't matter when you come home just been practicing that I haven't like fully reprogrammed this trigger yet but it's it's just so crazy when you find out about these things and how like your brain is wired this way because of how you were brought up because I feel like my boyfriend Sean has actually been helping me with a lot of my triggers kind of like without knowing it just because he's a healthy individual for example like this whole thing about being scared of punishment I used to be so scared to like speak up or bring up anything like if I felt hurt about something or just like sharing something vulnerable I would be kind of nervous about it because of how my toxic previous relationship was like he usually wouldn't understand would yell at me about it and like we'd get into a huge argument and also because of my upbringing like my parents and I argued so much and it was like a very unhealthy like verbally abusive arguing but with my boyfriend now, Sean, like early on in the relationship, I would kind of bring up things to him and be like very nervous and scared about it. But the way he reacted was so calm, so understanding that it just helped me reprogram that fear and that trigger in me, like the more he did it. So I feel like it's really important to be aware of your triggers. Like I would encourage you to just reflect, journal, kind of Feel the sensations in your body because when you get triggered, you know, your physical body can feel it. Like for me, I feel like that's why my histamine intolerance issue like got so bad. Like every time my parents text me about something or like they want to talk to me, I instantly like feel myself getting a headache or feeling dizziness. And those are like the symptoms of my histamine intolerance. And I'm like, but even if I haven't eaten anything to trigger it or I had a good sleep the night before, I'll feel this way. And I'm like, it's not really about what I eat and like what I do, but it's really about how my mental state of health is. Like obviously eating healthy foods is going to help the process, but I feel like your mental and emotional health is the most important to start with. And when I noticed that like I was getting those responses, and I'm like, okay, there's a trigger here and I need to somehow reprogram it. So I will like tell myself affirmations or do whatever I need to do to reprogram it. So if you guys are in like a healthy, safe relationship, I would encourage you to tell your partner about your triggers so that they can help you through it. Another thing is that I was talking to my girlfriend about this, about how almost all the things that we do is like a projection of what we believe about ourselves or what our parents did to us to others for example impatience is like a projection and it's 
something that's learned. You know, like if your parents are very impatient with you, then you might have a tendency to be impatient with other people. And I noticed this so much with myself. I feel like my dad was very impatient with me when I was growing up. The way he was like teaching me anything, like with my math homework, driving, it was very, very stressful for me. And by sharing this, I'm in no ways like blaming him, but I'm just like being aware of it and sharing my experience with you guys. So hopefully you can also reflect on your own life and figure out where like your triggers and where you are projecting. So I noticed myself early on like being very impatient when other people didn't understand something that I was explaining to them or my dad tends to be very condescending so I noticed myself being condescending towards other people when they didn't understand something and then you know as I became more aware of this and as I met more healthy individuals who didn't act this way I was like this is not okay you know it's not okay to be impatient all the time, be condescending. Like that's not a very loving way to act. So I noticed that and I feel like it is also something that I am working on. And even with my boyfriend, like I was telling him this and with him, like he was sharing how his parents were very, very patient with him growing up. And it does show like whenever I don't know something that he's talking about, I feel like he explains it to me very calmly and lovingly and like doesn't make me feel bad about not knowing something, which I appreciate so much because like my parents didn't know how to do that. Maybe their parents never taught them that either. Another thing I learned from the You Can Heal Your Life book by Louise Hay is that I found out that one of my issues, one of my health issues is hormonal. Like I get irregular periods and this has to do with my sex hormones. And I feel like it's because my mom didn't teach me how to be in tune with my feminine side and to embrace myself as a woman. My parents were very, very strict Christians. Like my mom would always tell me like sex before marriage is bad. And like if you have sex, you're going to be punished. And I feel like just that constant almost like brainwashing of that really affected me. It's like no coincidence that I'm having issues with my sexual hormones right now. So another exercise that I learned in this book is to reflect and to think of any limiting beliefs that you have and think of who gave you that limiting belief and then replace it with a positive one. So I'll read some of them to you and I feel like it's kind of crazy when you reflect on this. One limiting belief I have is that I won't be heard unless I yell or I scream. And I feel like this came from my mom because that's pretty much how she communicated with me. And to replace it with a positive affirmation, I will tell myself, in a healthy relationship, I'm allowed to speak up. And if something bothers me, I am allowed to say it. Another limiting belief is that admitting my faults will result in severe punishment. And I feel like this also came from my parents. And to replace it, I've been telling myself, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to disagree with others. There were so many limiting beliefs that I had that I didn't even like know I had. And another exercise is to start a sentence with I should and then end it with whatever comes to mind. So for me, when I did this back in November, a big one for me was I should be working harder. 
And you want to ask yourself why, like why? And then ask yourself, you know, what could you be doing if you love yourself? And why aren't you not doing it? So I've replaced it with, I can work smart, not necessarily harder. And the universe is working for me even when I am not. If I don't feel called to do something, I don't need to. I will go with the flow of the universe and I will succeed in the right timing. So just by doing these activities with myself, I feel like it's helped me so, so much. And I tend to have nightmares when I'm healing. So I was having a call with uh, Stephanie a couple weeks ago. I had her on the podcast before from the Lightworkers Lounge. She is just so amazing. I love talking to her. If you guys do want to listen to the episode that I had with her, it was episode 81. We talked all about like marriage, divorce, and healing. Go check that out. So I had a coaching call with her a couple weeks ago, and she was telling me that actually when you have nightmares, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I used to think of it as something that was very like scary and bad, but it means like your body is releasing So last night, actually, I had two very prominent nightmares. It was so strange. And as a Pisces sun, I already dream so much and have like crazy ass dreams. So last night, the first dream was so weird and a bit different than what I usually dream about. It was more of a feeling than an actual visual dream. So I dreamt that I was lying in my bed and my feet were hanging up. And for some reason, there was somebody just like grabbing me by my feet and like kind of like wiggling them back and forth, like swinging them back and forth. But I just hated it. And I was like, stop doing that. But for some reason, I couldn't speak or like it just I couldn't tell them to stop. And I was literally trying to pry their like arms off me, like stabbing them with a pen or something. And then I woke up abruptly and my heart was literally beating so, so, so fast. And it's funny because I was sharing that dream with my chiropractor today and she was saying it sounds like something like is hanging on to you or like you're holding on to something that you really want to let go of. And I felt like that spoke to me very like intuitively because I do feel like I'm hanging on to a lot of anger with my mom and I feel like I'm still like working through the process of getting over it. Second dream after I went to bed was literally a fight with my mom And the fight was about like her not letting me move in with my boyfriend. It's it's funny because I'm I'm living with my roommate right now. I don't really know when I want to live with my boyfriend in the future. Like we've talked about it, but it's not something that we have a set date on yet. And it's just funny to me that I kind of still had this perspective that my mom was going to control me and not allow me to do what I wanted. And I don't think that she would necessarily do that now if I was actually going to move in with my boyfriend. But I just was aware that I had this perception of her that I needed to heal and like get over. Also, when I talked to Stephanie a few weeks ago, she kind of just like gave me permission and allowed me to set a boundary with my mom. And not that I need permission from anyone, but, you know, it just made me feel better about it because I think it's been almost a month ago where I had like a huge blow up with my mom. Like she was like screaming at the top of her lungs and we haven't had an argument like that since like I was younger, like many, many years. And I feel like she has a lot of issues that she hasn't dealt with and she needs to go through healing. And just by having that 
incident come up, it just made me realize that I need to heal and I need to set boundaries with my parents and I don't need to feel guilty for it. Like I can still send them love and, but I also need to heal. So that's what I've been working on. And I feel like ever since I set that boundary with my mom and like I, I told her, I was like, I'm probably not going to connect with you for a while. You know, I'm sending you love always, but I just really need to heal. And she was okay with it. You know, she accepted it. And then we kind of like left it at that. And I feel like ever since I did that, my histamine intolerance issue has been getting a lot better. And I'm just looking forward to more healing. So thank you so much for listening. Leave a review on iTunes if you enjoy the podcast. It really helps more people discover us. And... I shall chat with you guys in the next one. Love you all. Bye.